Welcome to Agents and Owners Chit Chat, where we talk to local superheroes, hear how they got their start, overcame obstacles, and how they use social media to achieve their goals. For agent and owner social media tips, please visit www.gladmash.com. Here's this week's episode. All right, folks, welcome to Agents and Owners Chit Chat. This is Kaz Thompson, and I'm super excited today. We have a special guest. Uh, Mr. Charlie Garrett. He's from Food Service Management, also Sunshine Refreshments. I'm going to give him a chance to introduce himself, but before I jump in, um, I had a chance or opportunity to meet him um, by accident, actually, at a networking event. Um, so he had another partner there, uh, Bobby Goodman, also a good friend of ours from New Work um, Business Consultations, and he made that connection happen um, and actually saved Bobby that night, but that's a different story. And then we also had an opportunity to work with him uh, at our pop-up shop. So uh, what Charlie does is he provides soup, uh, food and catering services. So had a chance to taste taste the food and uh, so did tons of our customers. So we appreciated that. But welcome, Charlie. How are you today? I am well. Thank you for having me. Good. We appreciate it. So a lot of our listeners are super excited about this episode, too, because we're going to jump into vending, which is a hot topic uh, right now. But before we get there, um, let's just hear some, some background on you. So how did you get your start? Um, and entrepreneurship. So tell us a little bit about what you do currently and how you got your start. Okay. So currently I am the owner operator of food service management, which is the catering and food truck service. Uh, we do several different options. So you can go to food service, food service management.com to see what all we offer. I am also the co-owner with my business partner and fiance, Letitia Nobles of Sunshine Refreshment. And uh, we that's the vending side. We do vending services and also do vending training for people who are interested in getting into the vending business. As far as background and entrepreneurship, um, I think I get that from my father. My father's been an entrepreneur his pretty much his whole life. He uh, liked the idea of working for himself and having his own freedom and being able to make the moves he wanted to make when he wanted to. And he was able to retire early. So that was a good motivating factor for me. Um, so, you know, my dad, he was an entrepreneur. And so growing up, I've always had the knack for selling things and basically understanding that, you know, business is supply and demand. If you need something, if I can get it and I can get some money for it, that's entrepreneurship. So even, you know, as a child, I did little thing in college, me and a buddy, we started t-shirt companies. Um, I started several businesses growing up to make money on the side. But what I realized is, I was starting hustles, not business. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of people don't understand there's a big difference between starting a hustle and starting a business. A hustle, you can make some money. Oh, yeah. But this is a whole nother situation. And go. so um, as I've gotten older and realized that the difference between the two, I've started several businesses that have been pretty successful. So happy about that. There you go. Now, we're proud of that for sure. And you definitely um, mentioned a couple of things that I got to jump into. So, uh, you know, we've interviewed tons of entrepreneurs and business owners, you know, on this on this show. And their stories are pretty similar. You know, they've been hustling for a while and they've been able to transition the hustle into a legitimate business. But mm-hmm. tell me about some of the struggles that you had to overcome. Right. So one of the things that all of us go through is really not understanding our strengths and weaknesses. Right. So tell me about some of the hardships or some of the obstacles that you had to overcome personally as a new young entrepreneur slash business owner. Well, you know, when I was younger, I 
one of the mistakes I consistently made was believing that I could do everything myself. Right. You know, I'm a pretty smart guy. I'm a pretty bright guy. Right. And I feel that, hey, if it can be done, if somebody else can do it, I can. But what you realize when becoming versus hustling and starting a business is the value of the time you have and the strengths you have. Um, some things you may be able to do, but if it's not your strength, you're wasting valuable time. That time can be used doing something else to build the business and grow the business more versus spending it on certain parts. Part of that is perfect example is Bobby with Mule Works. Right. Some of his strengths are not my strengths. Right. So some of the things that he do is better for me to pay him to do that and me focus on my strengths and grow my business that way versus trying to do it myself. Now, I'm a pretty smart guy. I could learn to do it. Of some of it I can do. But what may take him an hour may take me five or six. Right. The opportunity cost and the lost revenue or potential revenue for those four hours difference is not worth it. Right. Can't get that time back. Exactly. And time is invaluable. Exactly. So you need to be able to understand that pay people to do things that are not your strengths so that you can focus on your strengths and grow your business. Yep. I love it. And again, we've all made that same uh, mistake, right? Thinking we could do it all or, or or trying to do things that we shouldn't really be spending time uh, doing. There's no greater uh, thing that you could be doing as an owner than, you know, investing in the things that you're, that you have a strength in, right? And right. if that sales, you know, focus on that. If it's, you know, the financial piece, you know, focus on that and then get somebody to do sales. If it's marketing or right. again, uh, some of the administrative tasks, you got to focus on your strengths for sure. Right. Uh, so let's back up a little bit. So you, you know, you had the t-shirt brand, you had a couple other hustles, then you legitimized and, and turned them into actual businesses. Mm -hmm. But what made you really start pursuing the vending uh, side of business? So I know obviously there's there's that mirror there with food and, you know, there's a good transition into, into vending. But what made you say, you know what, I really want to you know, put my money right here and start uh, investing some time in, into research vending machines? So it was odd, just a weird coincidence. I was actually working a nine to five. Okay. Um, and a gentleman had come in and put a vending machine in the location. It wasn't a very profitable vending machine location. Right. With, um, probably 25, 30 people in the building. He was a small entrepreneur. And he was getting started. So he one day he was coming to fill up the machine and just, I guess he was having a bad day. And he made the comment, you know, I don't even know if it's worth me still coming out here doing this. Wow. And so, you know, we get to talking and I told him, I said, you know what? Since this is far from you and it's not a beneficial situation, why don't you sell me the machines and I'll take it over? I mean, I'm here every day. I come in a few hours early, fill it up, you know, make the money. It's cool. He thought it was a good idea. I purchased the two machines from him. You know, and again, right. it didn't make a lot of money, but the benefit of it was I was already there. So I wasn't losing anything. And I was able to make an additional, you know, $200 a month off of the machine. And I'm like, hey, $200 a month is still $200 a month. Yeah, and, and it's passive. It's pretty passive, right? It's sim I tell people vending machines is not passive income. It's semi-passive. Semi-passive, right? Semi -passive. You still got to do a little labor. You got to do a little work and get things together. You know, you may work. And, and for that vending machine that I initially started with, for those machines I initially started with, I probably invested, you know, five hours a week, if that, not even five hours a week, probably three hours a week to right. get it to work. But I made $200 a month. So, you know, hey, you can't be right. mad at that. Right. And but, then the other benefit, too, is that you're at the nine to five, right? So you're going to be at the location anyway. Exactly. That's all. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. And so, so he yeah. ended up selling me the machine. Um, and then oddly enough, just you know, I'm a man of you know faith. I believe I'm a believer. And um, one of the things that I believe is that you know God guides your footsteps. Yep. After leaving that nine to five, I kept the machines. I never got rid of them. I actually still have those machines. Wow. And still in that exact location. So that's awesome. Funny. But um, I took a job with a company called the Business Enterprise Program, where okay. I trained where I trained blind people to run vending businesses. What? Yeah. The, it was a state-run program. It's a federal program, right. but ran by each state. By the state. So okay. The job was to train blind people to be entrepreneurs. So we would right. train them to do vending machine business, run snack bars, a lot of things right. in food service because of a program called the Randolph Shepherd Act. So okay. I spent about five years running the business enterprise program, teaching blind people to run businesses. And most the largest part of it was vending machines. And right. so, you know, it was like, hey, I have I had the experience of running my own vending business. It's relatively yeah. small. I grew it a little bit from the two machines at the time. But after running that program for five years, I learned the ins and outs of vending like nobody's business. Right. Uh, so so what do you have to say? Not to cut you off, but what do you have to say about, you know, the person? So I'm, I'm, I'm listening to you and you're like, hey, you're training people that are blind to run vending machines, right, and, and service counters. And what do you have to say that, you know, can't get up early and they have tons of excuses, right? And you have these blind blind folks, and this is no knock on them because, you know, everybody has their uh, strengths and weaknesses like we talked about before. But, um, you know, if they could literally, in no plain words, see the value of, you know, being an entrepreneur, you know, what would you say to to the person that doesn't have that mindset quite yet, like, hey, you know, they're just full of excuses and um, et cetera. They don't want to. They don't want to take action on doing it. What would you say I, to them? I say they're not an entrepreneur, right? Because if no you, deep on that. you know, if if you're an entrepreneur, you don't have one of the things about entrepreneur. People say the word, the definition of entrepreneur is risk taker. Um, right. It's not even really to me about the risk taker. It's about the self motivation. An entrepreneur is a self motivated person. If you can't get up in the morning to do what you have to do, if you don't have the desire to do it, then you're not an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur right. is not going to have, you know, the funny thing about it is since I started my business, I don't use an alarm clock anymore. When right. I was working at five, I had an alarm clock to wake me right. up in the morning. Now, your passion, your passion is going to wake you up. That's the thing. <laughs> I, I totally agree with that. Your passion and your desire to, to serve whatever your purpose is uh, for for helping people within your business, that's what's going to really get you up in the morning. It might you might have some late nights too because you're worried about things, um, but it'll definitely. <laughs> but, but the money will definitely wake you up, and that passion will wake you up. Now, the the funniest thing I think I've seen on social media recently was a mm -hmm. little spiff or gif or whatever you call it about a lady saying, "I didn't want to work a nine to five, so I started yeah. my own business, and now I work twenty four seven. Yeah, I love that. One. That, that is hilarious to me because it's, right, it's funny, but it's true. It's true. Yeah. But yep. the thing is, when you're working for yourself, and when you're an entrepreneur and you're doing your own business, mm -hmm. it's not. It's a it's a labor of love, the passion in it, and so it's not necessarily work. You know, when they say when you love what you do, you never work a day in your right. life or something to that effect. Um, when you're working for yourself, yeah, it gets some. Those nights can get late. There's a lot of things right. you have to put in place, but the benefits and when you can see that hey 
I'm doing this for a purpose and I'm going to invest these two or three years into getting the business going. Then in about three or four years, I'm going to look back and see that I have the structure in place. I have the pieces in place. It gets easier. Now I have the infrastructure in place to make things right. work and it's worth it. It was an investment in a better future. That's what I'm talking about. So let's talk about the infrastructure real quick, because I know there's again, we're getting people excited that that are listening in right now. So mm -hmm. if I wanted to start up, and when I say I, I'm speaking on behalf of my audience members, if I yeah. wanted to start up and get into the vending you know, machine business, what am I looking at from, from a capital investment? So we talked about time. I know it's gonna take a couple mm -hmm. of hours in time, but you know, how much should I really be putting aside and be, you know, how much should I prepare to spend? That is the question on getting okay. started in the business. That is a really good question. And because of the person that I am, I'm gonna be honest with you and tell you there is no set amount. Um, as much as possible. Let's just be honest, because okay. people say, well, you know, I can get started for $2,000. And yes, you can get started for $2,000. Right. You can get started for $500, depending on oh, wow. what it is you're trying to do. Um, vending machines vary. There are so many different types of vending machines. And because they vary, so does the price and the cost. And then you have what? Are, how many machines are you getting? How many locations are you getting? You know, what equipment are you going to need to go? You know, the larger you get, the more investment you have to put into it. But if you're just starting with a basic vending machine, let's say a snack, drink, a machine, you know, you can purchase those from anywhere from about $700 for a low-end um, basic machine with probably old technology where you won't be able to take credit card readers or anything of that nature. Um, but then you can go all the way up to $20,000 depending on the machine you're trying to get. Right. Um, and one of the things that people need to understand is before you go and spend money on equipment, have an idea of the location you're going to put it in, as well as, be, you know, start speaking to people about having a location and what it is you're going to need. Because different machines offer different options. And based off the needs of that customer, that's the machine you want to put. You know, Got you it. can't just go in and go, I have this vending machine. You have to take it. Right. No, you know, they'll decide what they want and you need to give the customer what they want. And right. that can determine the cost. Okay. But it can be anything from five, six hundred dollars. You can get a gumball machine if you want to get into an easy, quick move. Right. Get you a gumball machine, the ones with the little M and M's or the Skittles yeah. and the sides. Take quarters. You know, you could put that in a good location. You could buy those for anywhere from about eighty-five to about one hundred and twenty dollars. Spend about fifty dollars on the um, product, and right. you amazed how much money those things can make in the right location. Got you. So the barrier of entry is really not that hard. Like you said, it not depends right. on, on different factors, the equipment, type of machines, well, location. The financial barrier of entry is not that hard. Financial. What Thank makes you it for is finding the quality locations. And when okay. I say a quality location, um, you don't want to... Perfect example, my first machine was because a gentleman, he was just trying to get started and he took a location with only 25 people in the location. If you have 25 people in the location, you're probably only going to get four or five of them using it a day wow. at best. Yeah. And so, you know, because the percentage of people that use the vending machines in a business is not always that high, depending on the location. But right. in that location, you only have four or five people using it a day. And they're spending, you know, at the time, this was 10, 11 years ago, they're spending 60 to 75 cents for a bag of chips, you know, right. uh, 65 to 75 cents for a, so a canned soda. You know, that's only four or $5 a day. Right. And so... At that point, you're not making a lot of money. And so it wasn't beneficial for him. Now, for me, who was going to be there anyway, it was beneficial. Right, of course. So, you know, you want to get a location that's going to be worth 
the time you put into purchasing the machine to be able to make your money back, mm -hmm. as well as being able to travel to the location. And how often are you going to have to travel? You know, there's a lot of factors that we teach people to look at before getting started. Gotcha. That's gotcha. why one of the things I do before we let, because I have a training course and people can pay to do the training course. But before I let you pay to do a training course, you're going to do an assessment with me. It's a readiness assessment. And I need to find out, are you truly ready? And go through and there are several points to it and questions that are asked mm -hmm. to see if you're ready. Because I don't want you to take my class and you're not ready. And then, you know, two years from now, you go, you don't forgot half of what we taught. You still have the ebook, but right. You know, it's not the same as a class and you're not ready so makes sense makes sense all right you, you hit a lot of key points there um yeah. definitely giving us a lot of sauce i appreciate that we just got one more question for you so earlier you spoke about uh the vending machine that was you know at your former nine to five and how long it took to really set up but on average how how long and this again may vary on equipment and uh, location but how long or how much time do you think it would take to really manage your business in a week? So you brought up the fact that it's, again, semi-passive. So the part that's not passive, obviously, you're restocking, refilling, and nurturing relationships. But right. how much time should I really put aside to make sure that my business is successful all the way around? Okay. So if you just get maybe one location with two or three more machines, mm -hmm. I would say you could probably truly invest no more than 10 hours a week and be pretty good you know and that could be one of the, you know two three night two one or two hours a night here and there depending on what you're doing and the reason i said the 10 hours it's not just the shopping it's not just the um purchasing and accounting because at that level you're so small you're gonna really have to do everything you're not gonna be able to afford to pay for someone to do your accounting for you you know right. to do your uh, ordering and all for you it's all gonna fall on you so you'll put you know you know, five to 10 hours in because you're trying to make sure that you have the right product, look at what's selling, get your finances together and, you know, keep your books because again, taxes and business administration, right. all of those things are a part of it. But anywhere from five to 10 hours, depending on how quick and how good you are with business. Okay. Awesome. Listen, I appreciate that. So again, uh, you heard it here from the man himself, Mr. Charlie Garrett. We appreciate you jumping on for sure. And as you heard him, um, he has a coaching and training program. I will also admit that uh, when I started my business, there, again, that's the lesson that I had to learn was not finding the experts quick enough, right? Finding the people to mentor me through you know, certain, certain decisions that I had to make as a business owner. Uh, I didn't do that fast enough, right? So the quickest path that you could take to really you know jumping into entrepreneurship is to find a mentor you know finding a coach if you're interested in the vending machine business mr charlie garrett is the man to talk to he does have a program and one thing i love about him is he's he's willing to give up right some of the strategy for free he's here to help you right it's not about the money he really wants to see entrepreneurs get to the next level so i definitely say tap in with him connect with him you know see see what type of gems that he could offer you and if you just want to again jump into that coaching uh, program. But Charlie, where can people find you if they want to go deeper, they want to network, they want to learn more about the vending machine industry? Well, the best way to reach out to me is through the um, website or Instagram with Sunshine Refreshments. Um, on Instagram, we're Sunshine Refreshments as well as Facebook. Um, our email is sunshinerefresh at yahoo.com.
We're sunshinerefresh.com. That's our website. It has the links to all of the things we offer. So sunshine refreshments, keep that in your mind and we'll help you out. Charlie, it's been fantastic. Thanks for jumping on the show, man. I appreciate you. Thank you, sir. Thanks for listening. Agents and Owners Chit Chat is produced by Gladmatch. To be featured or sponsored or to sign up for Agents and Owners free social media tips, please visit www.gladmatch.com.